Explode your to-be-read pile with The New Release Index, your new best friend for finding the best new books. Curated by the book nerds here at Book Riot, it will help you keep track of the upcoming books we think should be on your radar. You can filter by genre, what's trending among other subscribers, and save books to your own watch list. And you can check out the demo at bookriot.com slash new releases. That's bookriot.com slash new releases. Happy browsing! You're listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Patricia Elsie Tuttle, and someday somebody's gonna make you want to turn around and read some books! This is episode number 283 and a half, and today I'm going to talk to you about a couple backlist titles that I'm excited to share with you. Hi everyone! Happy Halloween! Absolutely my favorite holiday aside from April Fool's Day, which is actually my birthday. I was a very candy-motivated child who loved costumes, and I have grown into a very candy-motivated adult who loves costumes. There is currently a bag of Haribo gummy candy sitting next to me on my left. We live in an apartment. We have no trick-or-treaters. We have an absurd amount of candy in our home. Oh, these? These are my emotional support gummy bears. Alas, no socializing on Halloween for us because we're still in a pandemic. But we'll probably pour some kind of pumpkin spice adult beverages and watch a movie. Maybe interview with a vampire, only because I've actually never seen it. I totally read the book, but I never saw the movie. Or maybe Blade. Maybe both. Anyway, I'm super excited about the books I have for today's show. But before I get to my backlist book picks, let's hear from today's sponsor. Explode your to-be-read pile with The New Release Index, your new best friend for finding the best new books. Curated by the book nerds here at Book Riot, it will help you keep track of the upcoming books we think should be on your radar. You can filter by genre, what's trending among other subscribers, and save books to your own watch list. And you can check out the demo at bookriot.com slash new releases. That's bookriot.com slash new releases. Happy browsing! The first pick I have for today is Akata Witch by Nady Okorafor. This book has been on my TBR for ages. If you, like me, recently have made space in your life for stories about wizarding children, then you, like me, might really enjoy this book. One of the things you should know is that the word Akata is a derogatory term for Black Americans and it's used by some Yoruba folks. Also, content warnings for violence and violence against children, but also ableism in the form of the thing where disabilities are glorified in a supernatural way, as well as some ableist language and an instance of fatphobia. Even with those things, I do appreciate this book. Our main protagonist is a 12-ish-year-old girl named Sunny. She is American and Igbo. She was born in New York of Igbo parents, but they moved back to Nigeria, where Sunny's parents and both her older brothers were born, when Sunny was around nine years old. So Sunny is Nigerian by blood, American by birth, and Nigerian again because that's where she lives, and that's where this book takes place. Sunny has albinism, she has light yellow hair, very pale skin, and hazel eyes. 
She is bullied not only by kids at her school, but also by her father. One day, some girls beat Sunny up after school, and a boy named Orlu steps in to defend her, and they become fast friends. Sunny also becomes friends with Orlu's neighbor, Chi-Chi. Chi-Chi doesn't go to their school or any school that they know of. Oh, also in the prologue, it's important to know Sunny has a vision of world destruction in a candle, and she keeps this to herself because it's super weird, because she doesn't know that she is a wizard. Interspersed with the story chapters are excerpts from a book called Fast Facts for Free Agents. Don't worry, it all gets tied together very early on in the book. The first excerpt is where we learn the term leopard people or leopard person, which is the Nigerian term for wizards or sorcerers. We also learn that there's a serial killer named Black Hat Otokoto who is going around and murdering children. Again, I promise this all gets tied together. As I'm sure you've assumed, as I mentioned, Sunny is a leopard person, and so is Orlu, and so is Chi-Chi, who both take Sunny to their teacher. A fourth kid, Sasha, is then added to their group. They all go to Anatov, who is their magical instructor. This book has everything. Magical villages, a super cool magical system that holds education and knowledge as the most important thing. In fact, every time a leopard person learns something new or does something new, Chitim fall at their feet. Chitim is the currency of leopard people. And the harder the thing is that they learn, the more basically money just falls out of thin air at them. And of course, as you can expect, these four children are going to have to save the world. I really enjoyed this book. It was a lot of fun. This is Akata Witch by Nedi Okorafor. And there's also a sequel called Akata Warrior, which I will also link in the show notes. My second book for today is Dread Nation by Justina Ireland. First, I want you all to know that I've read this book as an ebook as well as an audiobook, and both are excellent. The premise is that during the U.S. Civil War after the Battle of Gettysburg, so 1863, all of the dead on the battlefield rose up and started walking. So the war abruptly stopped so that everyone could fight zombies. The enslaved black folks were, quote, like freed, right? And then commissioned as zombie fighters. Our protagonist, Jane McKean, is black. The story is that her mother is the plantation owner's wife and her father was a field hand. Against her mother's wishes, when Jane was 14, she went with the other black children to go to a combat school where she would be trained to fight zombies. Once she graduates, the hope is that she would then be hired as an attendant to protect the wealthy white women from zombies, as well as protecting the wealthy white women's virtue. The zombies aren't called zombies in this book. Instead, they are known as shamblers. And fresh shamblers can move as fast as a living person, which I find super disturbing. Like, zombies are already disturbing, but like, fast zombies freak me out. After the prologue, the story begins just outside of Baltimore at Miss Preston School of Combat for Negro Girls, where we meet Jane doing drills with the scythe. We learn that the scythe is not Jane's favorite weapon, she prefers the sickles. We also meet Catherine Devereaux, one of the other girls at Miss Preston's. Catherine is Jane's nemesis, frenemy, I don't know, but they've butted heads since they first met. Catherine is so light-skinned that she could pass for white. And on top of this, she is very beautiful and great with a rifle. 
The girls are all taken to the university to hear a lecture from a scientist who claims to have created a vaccine. There's a demonstration. It does not go well. Flash forward a little bit, and we learn there is something super suspicious going on. Jane learns from her former beau, named Jackson, that the family that lived near Miss Preston's school has disappeared. Left town, maybe, but left all their things behind? Jane, Jackson, and Catherine go snooping and end up with more questions than answers, and they get in trouble. Big trouble. And they're shipped out west. And then that's when things get even more disconcerting. I don't want to give up too much of the story because there are so many twists and turns and surprises. Content warning for lots of racism as well as violence, including a lashing. But there are also things that made me laugh out loud each time I read this book, and the author does a phenomenal job of keeping readers on our toes. It's a zombie story like none other I've read. It's Dread Nation by Justina Ireland, and the sequel is The Deathless Divide, which just came out earlier this year, and I'll also link that in the show notes. That's it for me this week, book lovers. Thank you so much to our sponsor. A special thank you to my spectacular audio editor, Jen Zink. Thanks, Jen. You can find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com backslash all the books. If you're a fan of all the books and all the backlist and you want to show us some love, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers find us. If you want to talk about books or nerdy stuff or check in on my shenanigans, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at The InfoVile, as in The Lover of Information, spelled T-H-E-I-N-F-O-P-H-I-L-E. Also, if you did dress up for Halloween, I totally want to see pictures. In the meantime, have a safe weekend, drink some water, and happy reading. Happy reading.